welcome. <laughs> welcome. I'm Emily Walborn. I'm Nako Narder, and this is Half Asian. Half Asian. Half hour. Half hour. Solid. That was really solid. Yeah. Um, we are continuing our series with the Asian American International Film Festival, 43rd Annual, with the film Mrs. Noisy. Before we get into that, do you want to give your update from oh, last about week? My, the president of my company. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a weekly 12-person Zoom call that I get on. Uh, and this week, yet again, he chose to dedicate the first six minutes to sort of stumbling over my name, asking if he said it right. Uh, and at this point, some of my coworkers were like, hey, you did the same thing last week. It's pretty easy. Like, this is her name. This is how you say it. <laughs> and he just was like, I don't know. I can't. Is it Nako? Is it Nako? And I, and I was like, hey, I, it's a really easy name. The only reason you're having a hard time with this is because it's not white and I'm not white. Obviously, that rolled off his back like water. Uh, <laughs> it, he had Teflon for this comment. And then... At one point, he was like, "Look, did I he get really it. just like laugh or laugh it off?" Or he he didn't laugh. He just sort of like kept talking as if I hadn't said anything. And he was like, "But look, I get it. I people called me I'm Jewish, and people always made fun of me, and they would say this about my name and this about so like I get it." And at that point, I was like, "Well." I guess you're not gonna. I guess I should just. It's just never gonna. I so I muted myself again and just sort of waited for truly minutes for him to like ride it out and like. Ugh. And I was like, there was two guys, two white guys, the president and the vice president, who were both like whatever. And I was like, both of your names are harder to say than mine. They didn't <laughs> respond to that either. Um, so, I think I'm... it's just gonna be something that happens every Tuesday. Jesus, that's ridiculous yeah i think i might next time be like i i don't care how you say my name but you need to pick something and stick with it <laughs> yeah because this is such a insane use of everyone's time yeah it's good that you're like just <laughs> saying that to the the president of the company and just like saying it how it is you know it's like in those movies where every day starts over the same day so nothing counts <laughs> That's kind of what, what I'm talking to this guy is like. It's a Groundhog's like, Day situation. Yeah, he doesn't hear anything I say, so I can sort of just try out a bunch of different ones. Wow, that's interesting. Maybe, I guess, <laughs> every Tuesday you can try a new approach. Yeah, exactly. I think I will. I think this will be a good montage <laughs> for the rest of the year. Yeah, and every once in a while I'm like, maybe I should cool it with the getting mad that white Jews are always playing but then like (laughs) every time I start to think that one of them like clockwork (laughs) rolls in with it every Tuesday every Tuesday and I was gonna be like I am also Jewish too but I was like they're not gonna listen why would I they wouldn't believe you they wouldn't believe me (laughs) (laughs) with a name like Nako I don't think so honey (laughs) Nako Jesus Christ yeah so so that was that but (laughs) god I'm sorry you have to deal with that every single week but the good news is 
in this week's movie, something kind of incredible happened, and that's that the daughter was named Nako. I could not believe it. I was, I screamed. I was so excited. I have like 35 screenshots saved to my desktop <laughs> just of every time they said her name. Oh, she was really cute too. She Definitely was great. like one of the best characters all around. Good person. Yes. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm getting little hints about how you felt. Um, l- let's dive in. Uh, this okay. movie is from director Chihiro Amano. Uh, she said in an, a video that she made, part of what she w- wanted to get through this film was that even small disputes can lead to wars and social division, which I thought was an interesting like thesis that this movie explored. Um, I think it definitely, definitely comes through. Definitely. The actors, the main, Mrs. Noisy is played by a woman named Yoko Otaka. So I was like, oh shit, that's my mom's name. And then the daughter is Nako. So like, this is essentially a documentary about yeah. my life. <laughs> yeah. The dad, husband is uh, played by a guy named Takuma. That's my cousin's name. Okay. So I am just like, okay, there's four names in Japan and we're all just cycling through them, Maybe I guess. your family just actually made this movie. <laughs> Whoa, that's huge <laughs> for them to not tell me. <laughs> sort of a betrayal, but I'll get over it. In my yeah. notes, I have Nako Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I took to Twitter. I, I couldn't get over it. Um, okay. Let's go through the, the plot. Yeah. Um, it's a complex it's, plot. It t- a lot happens in an hour 45. Yes. A lot really does happen. Um, it opens on there's a baby mm-hmm. and a new her new parents. And the mom is like, I really am obviously excited to have this baby, but I really hope that this doesn't affect my writing career. Like, I hope that I can use, like, motherhood to like make my writing even better and then she in her voiceover is like i was not able to write anything after that and then it cuts to six years later which already that is a question that is probably one of the most compelling things to me that's one of the things that i worry most about Mm -hmm. balancing writing and motherhood yeah i thought that was a like a really juicy opening Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um because then then the husband, he's also saying, like, you know, having kids is supposed to expand your worldview, and it might help you reach even new depths in your um, writing, which mm-hmm. was a really also big scene, uh, like, theme throughout this yeah. movie. It was, like, the depth of her writing and mm-hmm. um, and kind of how, I guess we'll get into it later, but, like, how her mm-hmm. daughter helps her mm-hmm. see the other side of this whole feud that she's going yeah. through. Yeah. So I thought that was like really sets up a lot in those few minutes, first few minutes. Totally. And especially, I mean, for the A story, like the plot is just this woman is trying to write and all this (laughs) stuff is getting in the way. Yeah. And I think especially for a Japanese working mom and wife, Mm -hmm. for the career to be the centerpiece of this is significant. Yeah, yeah, there were a lot of comments about her motherhood and, like, mm-hmm. taking care of the household, neglecting mm-hmm. Nako because she's working, mm-hmm. and so, mm-hmm. um, but the fact that she 
it is centered around her career and also that she is good at what she, you know, like really good, yeah. <laughs> like award winning yeah. good at what she does. Totally. Is, is uh, cool. Yes, totally. Uh, so it cuts to the future. They just moved into a new apartment and her husband is already being useless to her and putting yeah. his career first. Literally. Saddling her with the child rearing for no real reason. He's like, I'm a freelancer. I have to go in. And she's like, record well, excuse my me. little music. She's like, well, I was like, so are you, lady. Like, <laughs> you're also a freelancer and you got a deadline tomorrow. Or yeah, she's writing. Yeah, she was like, I asked you to do this. And he was like, sorry, dude. Um, so he's the villain to me. <laughs> so like, asked- I don't think... Yeah. Yeah, it was. And we'll get to it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, let's we'll talk to the talk about the husband at the okay. end. Okay. Um, uh, so then she's writing and she's watching. Nako, this is crazy. Um, hearing you say Nako and not be referring to me has obviously never happened in my life, and this is really cool for me. Uh, this must be how you great. felt when Emily in Paris came out. You see. There's just so many Emilys in the world <laughs> that I usually don't think that anybody's referring to me when they Aww. say Emily. Because <laughs> they usually mean a different Emily. There's two of us at work, oh. and usually, I, a lot of times, I'll get put into message groups, and I'll be like, you asked oh, the wrong Emily. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I have to ask, like, do you mean me? Or <laughs> Oh, jeez, I didn't think about that. That also, yeah, poses plenty of issues. Lots of Emily's out there. But anyway. So then she's writing. Nako's like, please play with me. And she's like, I have to work. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so then Nako leaves the apartment and her mom, like, finishes working. And she's like, oh, no, where did she Mm go? Uh, And then the neighbor stays in the hallway and is like, we were just playing all day. And yeah. mom gets kind of mad at her and is like, yeah, that's my kid. And she's like, weird, you didn't ask. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also when, when she starts writing, this is also when we have the first whapping. Yes. Outside, Mrs. Noisy loves a, uh, to beat the futon with mm-hmm. and shake it out over the railing, mm-hmm. but like early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so she brings Nako back. Mm-hmm. And then that night, her husband is like, be a better mom. Don't let that happen. Doesn't listen or take her side at all. Yeah. Uh, And to be fair, like, yeah, she should have watched the kid. She shouldn't have been rude to the neighbor who, like, played with her kid for free. Yeah. (laughs) And also, they just moved in. And for them to not try to make a relationship with their new neighbors is a little rude. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But as wrong as I think the wife is, the husband is <laughs> not helping anything. No, yeah, he's like on his phone while she's talking to him about this, and he's yeah. like, he's like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and then eventually, he's like, I'll help with Nako, which he never does. Not once in the film do we see him do that. <laughs> not once do we see him do jack shit. <laughs> Like, truly anything helpful for anybody. Yeah. Freaking Japanese Nigel Thornberry. He is, I looked him up, he's handsome IRL, but in this movie, because I hated this character, he did just look like Japanese Nigel Thornberry to me. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay, so then she goes to the editor with her new piece, 
Yes, and, he's and she like, brings her daughter to work with her. Yeah, because of course she has to do it all. And um, the editor's like, we can't use this. And she's like, oh, what part can't you use? And he's like, literally all of it. The whole part, (laughs) the writing part we can't use. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because he tells her it lacks depth. Mm -hmm. And that her character's very surface level. But she should write like she wrote for her first book that won a bunch of awards. Seed and fruit. And she's so tired of hearing about it. And he also says to her, like, there's also no pressure for you to get back to your career. Like it's okay if you don't. So already we're seeing a theme of the two men that she's interacted with so far (laughs) are incredibly unhelpful Mm -hmm. or kind of nothing but a nuisance. (laughs) I do something that stuck out to me. I was like in an American movie, this editor would be so mean to her. Yes. (laughs) And And this editor is so nice so polite gets a little <laughs> chair for Nako. yeah like literally letting her down the easiest you could ever be let down yes, correct. so polite that you think that she's encouraged to continue working yeah he was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i would be too <laughs> so then she goes home tries to write the sound bothers her mm-hmm. she tries mm-hmm. to put in earplugs to her credit but she yeah and then she she goes out and she confronts mrs noisy for the first time mm-hmm. and mrs noisy's like oh there's a reason i'm doing this and she's like yeah but it's really loud and she's like okay I'm and it's not 6 a.m yet which yeah. is kind of fair kind of fair yes but also if someone says there's a reason you should ask or respect it or something. And also, uh, like, well, she has to write then. There's no other time she can write. She must be up just, like, 24-7, I guess. Well, you see the first night when she had to watch her kid, she's writing all through the night while her husband and daughter sleep. And yeah. then her, like, daughter comes in in the morning and she's still writing. And she's like, play yeah. with me. And she's like, I just, I have to write. Yeah. So she is exhausted. Yeah. Um, so then she goes for a little walk to try to work through her story. She gets a little coffee from mm-hmm. the vending machine. Kind of one of the best things to come out of Japan, I think, is their vending machine coffee. And she sees the neighbor bike up to a little shrine at the side of the road, mm-hmm. bow to it, and then take some of the food offerings that are there and bike away. And she's like, ugh. She, Scum. she was like, oh, she would. That's the look on her face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? uh, not really giving her credit for bowing respectfully to the shrine before taking from it, but yeah, go off. <laughs> uh, then Nako cries because her mom won't play with her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I have to write. And she writes. And then Nako goes missing again. And she's yes. like really kind of freaking out, running but, around. Yeah, also like... It truly seems to be, like, a full day that she doesn't even... She's, like, so deep into her writing. Like, she emerges at night, and she's like, oh, wait, where's Nako? Yeah, literally. Uh, And then, fine, and her husband comes home and is like, I can't believe you dropped the ball like this. And then they get a knock at the door, and it's the neighbor. And Mm -hmm, she does not mm -hmm. go, and she's like, we fell asleep, we were playing all day. Mm -hmm. And... The mom's like, you 
how dare you? Like, mm-hmm. why would you not call? How could you do this? We were worried. And then the neighbor's like, you neglected your daughter. You, yeah. you left her. Like, I... Like, I've been just... taking care of her, literally, yes. for you. Yeah. Yes. Um, and they just get into it. The He's landlady like, hey, comes... Don't say that to me. Don't yeah. talk to me and my kid. Yeah. Landlady has to freaking break them apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's, you know, asking Nako if anything weird happened. And Nako had a great time. Yeah. So at least we're at ease about that. Like, nothing yes. nothing creepy is going on here. No. Nothing bad is happening to her. Um, it's not she that does have, like, at one point, there's, like, a little bruise on her. And her mom is like, what's that from? And she's like, I just fell. And that is kind of all that happened. It wasn't. Yeah. The neighbor didn't do anything. But you can tell that she's, like, blowing it up to be more in her yes. mind, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, so then she goes to the, to the editor again, mm-hmm. and the editor introduces her to a new writer that he's yes. working with. Yes. And she tries to tell the editor about Mrs. Noisy. And honestly, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, uh, I was like, lady, you're giving too many excuses yes. about why yes. you couldn't get it done. Because she's yes. like, my neighbor, she says, mm-hmm. up every morning, so loud. It's like, I get it, it's yeah. annoying. And once something's in your head <laughs> as an annoying sound, it's like impossible yes. to get that out. Yes. But you're making up a lot of excuses. A lot of excuses, and also you have to understand that no one else cares. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you had a crazy commute or, like, your neighbors are being loud, that is, of mm-hmm. course, annoying. But you get, like, two sentences max to talk about yeah. it before someone else's... <laughs> out of there it's like yeah and he's the editor's kind of just like okay maybe you should just try to relax or not write anymore (laughs) (laughs) but again does it so nice does it so so nice (laughs) really polite so Um, then they go they're back at the apartment and they see mrs noisy's husband mm -hmm. and she didn't know she had a husband and that Mm -hmm. they he was also there playing with them Mm -hmm. Um, and he, and he has just bought a book because he's like, Naka recommended this book to me, so I'm going to read it. Mm-hmm. I love the husband. I know. Me too. So then she visits her mom and like nephew or cousin, brother. brother. Yeah. I wasn't quite sure who that guy was, but he was hanging. He's like 15 years younger than her and just like a boy she's related to. Yeah. She's like in high school or something. Yeah. And then her mom tells her you should focus on the housework. Otherwise, your husband is not going to be happy with you. Mm-hmm. Especially if your daughter's running off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But she's got, this book, is, she's, she's got stuff to write, you know? Yeah. I'll also warn you, that's the end of the plot notes that I took. <laughs> okay, don't worry. I got... I got so more from Jesus here. take the wheel. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. So then when they get home, she's like, Tanaka, don't talk to them anymore. Don't mm-hmm. talk to our neighbors anymore. They're really dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go to a scene where the boy she's related to, nephew, brother, cousin, mm-hmm. is on a date or at a restaurant or something with a girl. Yeah. And he got her a signed copy of the book, but mm-hmm. she's like, oh yeah, I liked this in middle school or whatever. 
yeah, she's like she's not impressed. <laughs> not yeah. impressed at all. Um, so I don't know what's going on. There. I was okay. So yeah, every like another guy just like leeching her for favors, being like, "Will you mm-hmm. sign this book for my friend?" Like every guy is just kind of trying to like use her. Yeah, yeah. Except for Mrs. Noisy's husband, who's True. like just a nice guy. She's being nice to her daughter. Yeah. And so she's, again, trying to write. And then we have, like, the first major confrontation between mm-hmm. her and Mrs. Noisy. Mm-hmm. And um, Mrs. Noisy is singing. Yes. And airing out the, the, <laughs> the futon. And yeah. then um, she does insult Mrs. Noisy just, like, straight up. Oh, she's like, your singing sucks. And, like... Yeah. <laughs> And, like, is trying to be antagonistic at this point. Like, right. she is like, okay, we're villains for each other. We're enemies. Right. Let's yeah. Out. And so then Mrs. Noisy's like, fine, then I'll get my, my CD player and it'll drown out my singing. Yeah. And then she goes and she, like, tries to rip the, the, the bed from Mrs. Noisy and it falls yeah. to the ground. Yes. And, of course, the guy she's related to is recording the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It is like a truly epic balcony fight. Yeah. Of these well, two women like singing, yelling, yeah. having an altercation. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, too, there's a there's like a whole divider that goes yes. all the way up to the ceiling between the two balconies yeah. that it, you can't even see through. So it's it's cool because they have to like lean over lean to over, try to yeah. yeah see each other. Mm-hmm. And then she and her husband get into a big fight about it and ruin mm-hmm. Nako's birthday. Yeah, because frankly, he's like doesn't he doesn't see why this is annoying to her. Yeah, and why would he? He's never fucking home. He's never home. She's like, you try working with this noise. Yeah, and they ruin Nako's birthday cake because they're fighting. Yeah, smash it. Yeah, that's very sad. Nako cries. Yeah, and so then she goes to the park with her brother cousin yeah and he's like you should write about this feud he's like it's juicy Mm -hmm. um and so then she starts writing mrs noisy and it goes viral it's a huge hit everyone is like who is this crazy mrs noisy character yeah is it based on a true story and they start they do start connecting it to the The video. video but before even all of that happens we go back in time and yes. we see Mrs. Noisy's side of everything. Yes. Oh, my God. So from the very first one, Nako comes out to see what the noise is. Mm-hmm. And you see Mrs. Noisy talking to her. And then mm-hmm. you see them talking. And Nako's going to go to the park. And so Mrs. Noisy's like, well, you can't go alone. So I'll just go with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So nice. Just truly so nice. You see her go to work. She's nice mm-hmm. to everybody at work. She works at like a farm mm-hmm. grocery packaging place. And they're like, all of the like lumpy cucumbers are just going to get thrown away. And she's like, we should donate these or take these Do home something. or something. Yeah. And they're like, no, you have to throw them into the dirt. And she's like, yeah. no, I don't know. You can just tell that like, she's always trying to do the right thing. And yeah. And the reason she has to, like, beat the futons is because her husband has this thing where he sees 
bugs everywhere and he'll like wake up and there'll be a bunch of bugs all over him and the mattress mm-hmm. and so then she has to go and like mm-hmm. pretend to to clean it off for him yeah and to beat all the bugs out of the food what i thought was really cool about this sequence is that when we whenever we see it from mrs noisy's perspective it is like a slightly different scene than from um the author's perspective oh because there are there are like lines that are in Mrs. Noisy's confrontation right. that right. aren't in the uh, in like the original yeah. confrontation. Like that Mrs. Noisy's like, point. you know, oh, she's like, there's a reason for it. My my husband has this thing, but like you don't right. s- you don't hear any of that because the author is like talking over her, like, hey, stop, stop, stop. You know, yes, she yeah. has a yeah, she's very loud. So totally, that's um, such talks, a good point. She talks over Mrs. Noisy a lot. And mm-hmm. um, there are lines that Mrs. Noisy tries to say to yeah. like tell people why she does that, that they mm-hmm. always talk over her and never listen to her. That's a really good point. I also could be making this up, but I almost feel like the lighting was a little bit different. It was like, yeah, newer from her perspective. Yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, it's like, it's, it's kind of cool how they slip that in when, when you don't totally. even... I only noticed on my second pass through mm-hmm. of, of her notes, but that's such a good yeah. point. Totally. Um, yeah. So let's see. And then, and then the big night where she spent like the whole day with Nako, Nako mm-hmm. had run away from home because of her mom mm-hmm. and she stops to invite and invites her over to play mm-hmm. with some of the toys she has. She cooks yes. her lunch or dinner, and then she and her husband are, like, just playing with her and eating with her, and then they all fall asleep for a while. Yeah, they just take a nap. I also, yeah. the first time around when she was, like, we went over to, when Nako's, like, I went to our, the neighbor's house, and we, like, played with all the toys. I, I don't know why I didn't think, like, why do they have all these toys? Yeah. But yeah, it is revealed that Mrs. Noisy and her husband had a son at some point and and they lost their son yeah and so when even we see mrs noisy's side of the that confrontation that Mm -hmm. night and she comes home and she's gonna tell her husband like i don't know why she's so rude why is she yelling at you we just took care Mm -hmm. of your daughter all day yeah her husband is like sobbing over the toys that they were playing with so yeah it is like okay hey author lady like yeah. Other people are going through much more than you are with your writer's block, okay? Your little deadline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, and then, is this the part where we, uh, then Nako's on the balcony and Mrs. Noisy's husband is, is trying to talk to her? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, well, before that, we see... Um, they're gonna sue Mrs. Noisy. Yes. And so their their lawyers like get all the information or like tape her or take pictures or whatever, get evidence. Oh um, god, yeah. And then she does sell her Mrs. Noisy to the like young it's adult like ma- literary magazine. magazine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're gonna serialize it and then it's going viral, and then people are starting to recognize Mrs. Noisy. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I don't think that we see the husband part quite yet, because okay. then we do the 
the huge second confrontation yes. between them, which is honestly amazing. Amazing. So, cause uh, she's, so she taped a camera above mm-hmm. the divider, the partition mm-hmm. so that she could record Mrs. Noisy and mm-hmm. Mrs. Noisy's like, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then she throws fish onto Mrs. Noisy's futon. Yes. Yeah. And that was obviously crazy. that makes her mad. And she literally kicks down the, the like the partition. Yes. And they're chasing <laughs> each other through the building. It's awesome. Yes. And of course, her like cousin brother guy is, um, is, is there and he's filming the whole thing. Just trying to profit off of these two women. Oh, yeah. Go viral. Yeah. Yeah, and he like is bragging to it about people or to people about it and into the girl at the restaurant and she's like, I literally hate that. I think it's so rude totally. what she's doing to that poor lady that lives yeah. next door to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then there's like press showing up at, outside the apartment. Yeah. And um yeah, and then this is I think where. So then Mrs. Noisy's husband is trying to talk to Nako. Mm-hmm. And she won't, I think, because her mom told her not to talk to them anymore. Um, and he, then there's like a video of him trying to talk to her, and he becomes like this meme kind of for being like a pedophile. Yeah. And he tries to kill himself. Um, yeah. He jumps off of their balcony. Um, in front of Mrs. Noisy, she's trying to get him to stop. I, oh. yeah, she like is heartbreaking <laughs> on the ground, begging him, and you're like, they have lost so much. Like he's so yeah, and it, it's also like there were a bunch of press people, and I was like, you guys yeah. need to leave. Yeah, and also, come on, or call someone. Like yeah, seriously, and so. They're like, we should take down the videos online, which the guy she's related to already did, but they're like mm-hmm. spread, obviously being copied and spread everywhere. But at this point, the magazine wants to drop her. The lawyer's yeah. saying they can sue you. Like everyone yeah. is starting to back away from them and trying to distance themselves. And luckily, Mrs. Noisy's husband is alive and recovering. Thank God. That I Such could, a relief. Yeah, seriously could not have handled that. Yeah, she's getting into fights with her husband, and her husband's obviously pissed about the whole situation, which I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, did you hear about it at work or what? Literally, yeah, home, did you so? find out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she's like, they're like trying to visit their mom. She can't because of all the press. Yeah. And then she tries to take Nako home, but the press surround mm-hmm. her, and Miss Noisy mm-hmm. swoops in and grabs the daughter and saves her mm-hmm. from the press. And Nako wants to go to the hospital with her to say hi to the husband. Just so nice. Yeah. So Mrs. Noisy and Nako go visit. Yeah. And the and the mom she apologizes to Mrs. Noisy. And Mrs. Okay. Noisy kind of tells her their story about losing their son and how they mm-hmm. both wanted to die together, but then mm-hmm. ultimately decided that they were gonna live as long as God was going to allow them to. And that mm-hmm. she's like, I'm gonna protect my family no matter what. So yeah, yeah. And then, freaking the writer apologizes to her husband, which <laughs> to take her back. Which I was like, what? Really? 
that sucked to watch. I wish that hadn't happened. Yeah, and she did have to, they did have to leave the apartment building. But I do think, you know, she did bring so much press to their apartment that I understand that. And also she's like throwing fish at neighbors and stuff like that. So Yeah, cause the damage of the balcony (laughs) partition. Yeah. But she writes the whole novel of Mrs. Noisy and the editor's like, I love it. It's it's finally got some depth to it. Because she took into account Mrs. Noisy's side of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mrs. Noisy gets a copy of the book and is in in the final scene of the movie is her reading the book and she starts laughing really hard. Uh, Yeah. And then the movie ends. And I was crying so much (laughs) while she was reading it. Like, I just loved how unabashed she was. I know. I love Mrs. Noisy. And I was like, don't be mean to her. She's the best. Mrs. Noisy, please. I thought this was so good. Um, this was like one of the, I, I feel like this is one of the best movies that I've ever seen. Like, I really liked it. That's great. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's, yeah, I feel like it has a lot going on in terms of themes, but it manages them all really well. Mm-hmm. Okay, it sounds like you didn't like it as much as I did. What, <laughs> what would you change about, or like, what are your thoughts? No, I really, I really, really did like okay. it. I, um, I, I, did, I don't know that it's, you know, one of my now all-time favorites, although I, I did really love it. Um, I don't, I'm I gatekeeping. Know. If it wasn't your favorite, you don't get to say you liked it. <laughs> uh, okay, then, yeah, of course, it's my favorite of all time. Yeah, thank you. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it was really great. It, it deals with a lot kind of takes you on a full journey um truly so much happens a lot happens but I I think the most interesting theme for me was the whole social media aspect of it and Mm -hmm. how like how quickly people switch uh, Mm um based on the information they get so it was like at first everybody hated Mrs. Noisy and then when Mm -hmm. you know her husband tried to kill himself then everybody was Mm -hmm. like that author sucks I can't believe she like made him do that Mm -hmm. and it's all her fault and these people are actually really great it's like yeah you know I thought that was it was it's very subtle and it's not in there all that much but Mm -hmm. it does it's pretty prevalent totally I think exploitation was a really big theme of this like the public exploiting these people all of these men exploiting these women for their own Mm -hmm. personal gain uh, you know the mom exploiting Mrs. Noisy for fame and free childcare. <laughs> yeah, it's and true. I agree. I thought the social media was done really well uh, in a way that you often don't see. Yeah, it just it felt like it spread naturally. Totally, and the font like it was like a real Japanese show. With they'll have the like different colored fonts at yeah. the bottom. Like it, that was very fun. Yeah, with the news whenever they did the news shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I really liked it. So, what would you give it? I feel like I know gongs and. I would ramen. give it. I would give it a, a thousand gongs. <laughs> well, I guess just five because she apologized to her husband, but otherwise a thousand. <laughs> um, I loved, we had a female anti-hero that even though I was like, you are clearly being 
so rude to your neighbor <laughs> and like so selfish and annoying in a lot of ways. <laughs> I am like so compelled. You're a woman, you're Japanese, you're a writer, you're a mom. There are so many reasons to root for you. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times in American media, there's no reason to root for the anti-hero. And they're like, you just think he's cool. It's fine that he like yeah. did all this bad stuff. And with her, I was like, yeah, she's messing up a lot, but she's still got a lot going on. Loved Mrs. Noisy, loved her husband, loved the daughter. Mm-hmm. I it just, there was so much meat to both of these female characters and that will always be entertaining to me. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think ramen, I don't really know what the state of Japan is like now, Mm -hmm. but it felt like an incredibly feminist, like radical film Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways to me. So I feel like I'll give it a five. I think that for gongs, for me, I give it a four. Mm-hmm. I think that the only thing with the writer is like after I did see Mrs. Noisy's side of things, I was mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, this rich lady, she's like this rich yes. author, she's really gone after this woman who has like such totally. a tough life. And yes. I kind of a little bit lost rooting for her. Okay. Yes. Because I was just so in the Mrs. Noisy camp from then on yeah. that I was like, Mrs. Noisy's the best. No one touch her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But ramen, yeah, I think that, I think five, because um, you can definitely see the, it like trying to break stereotypes Mm -hmm. of like her mom, her husband, the editor, they're all telling her like, you should take time off, just focus Mm -hmm. on being a wife, being a mother. And she's Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm not going to do that, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think that's great themes going on there. Yeah, upon, as I was kind of scrubbing through it again today, it was a lot harder to watch the author uh, be very clearly wrong and rude. So I do get that. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess I feel kind of bad for you that a bunch of press has come and they, like, want you to apologize, but also Mrs. Noisy's husband just tried to kill himself, so maybe she I think try to reach out. (laughs) Yeah. I think it felt more in the same way that Big Little Lies. I know a lot of people who are like, I don't give a shit about these women. Like, they're so rich and like they're causing all their own problems. Mm -hmm. That is obviously true. But I think there's still something so fascinating about people who are, I don't know, even though she was like wrong and incredibly privileged. I don't know. I still wanted to see what was going to happen to her. Um, Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. And she had her own struggles, obviously, from the beginning of the movie that I think made her, yeah, an anti-hero, but also empathetic. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I wanted to see her get better. And, like, I wanted Mrs. Noisy to fix her. (laughs) I mean, in a way, I guess she did because her book had depth again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess she learned a lesson of like of seeing things from another angle, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of I guess I also maybe it's just an American movie thing to kind of want a resolution on the personal level too. Yeah, of her with her career, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I sort of picture that there it like that 
if she were to move into a neighborhood with a noisy neighbor again she wouldn't handle it the same way i do feel Mm -hmm. like she learned yeah i mean i definitely think she learned i guess the results for me felt a little bit more like tangible rather than right say personal growth because it's more that she did complete a great novel and yeah. that is kind of like her success and change yeah mm, but i don't know I yeah personal growth too with that I suppose so do you wish that it had been about mrs noisy more or started from her perspective no i really liked how they handled that mm-hmm. i really liked the the jump backwards in the middle i wasn't expecting it to do that so yeah um I thought that was really smart and it got a lot of its themes and points across by doing that. So, yeah. And it definitely made it a more complex story than I think um, probably a lot of other writers and directors would have done if they didn't have that in there. Yeah. Probably been a little bit more linear. So definitely. I, yeah, I loved it. I I don't know. There are also so many little Japanese details that I really liked. I liked, uh when they did the pinky swear i forgot that i used to know that better than i knew it in english and there's just like a lot of little things where i was like oh i used to know that even more than i knew the english one but i have like only said the english version for the last like 15 years because like in the same way i would never call pot stickers gyoza but then like other people will say it and i'm like oh it isn't a big deal i can just say it but i mm-hmm would be like too embarrassed so hearing her do the pinky swear was very fun um the food looked amazing it looked just great a, some classic so zoji rushi appliances mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. which i was like yeah my grandma yeah. those <laughs> i have a, a lot of the, i have a rice cooker like that yeah the rice looked great mm-hmm. the mom said a lot of stuff like when she was like who do say i was like oh i yeah when I annoy my mom she says that too um I learned the term baba which I think was like like a hag um or a oh yeah hag. <laughs> I texted my mom that I learned that word uh and she said don't call me that please <laughs> <laughs> just a, I don't know I loved I cried so much I learned a lot yeah it's a great movie it's a really fun time um, yeah, I thought it was interesting that the title translated is Mrs. Noi like it it's just the Japanese characters for the English words Mrs. Noisy. Oh, I wonder why. I mean, I guess Japanese people just do that. I mean, I yeah, know. I guess sometimes that happens, but uh yeah, I was trying to exercise my very very limited Japanese. Oh. And you know, got it very few words okay <laughs> throughout okay. the movie what you did know you get? um good morning mm-hmm. yes hello <laughs> <laughs> did they use any other words besides that i feel like no i feel like that was mostly it that was the whole script yeah yeah <laughs> the silent movie yeah yeah everything twice over so half as many words uh, yeah even today yeah. i was when i was rewatching some scenes i was like damn i'm never gonna be fluent <laughs> Okay, well, not until we move into adjoining apartments. Yeah. And I'd be exactly. my futon every morning, and I'd pick <laughs> you up. And you tell me I'm bad at saying it. Say, Sumi, what's up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
yeah i i loved and it also made me want obviously like my first thought was like what if my I just it was weird seeing two Japanese people married I was like isn't one of you supposed to be white uh, <laughs> and as like, it must be it gave me just a lot of perspective of like it must be crazy to marry someone whose first language isn't the same as yours and like yeah uh but then that guy sucked ass and I was like oh so I guess <laughs> that's the trade-off you get to but either sucks. marry someone yeah. who's from your country or you can marry someone who will help you raise the kids those are the only two <laughs> options unless you're mrs noisy and her husband yeah. then you get the perfect husband <laughs> oh but no kid unfortunately unfortunately oh so sad i know i can't wait to rewatch this i think but maybe i don't know as i was scrubbing through today i was like this is kind of exhausting how much like happens in this but it's a lot yeah yeah when i started going through i was like well okay wow i can have a lot of notes on this too yeah <laughs> but it's great i mean they pack in so much and I mean, it's so much about the details of what happens to to these mm-hmm. two women that it makes sense of, you know, everything just, they have to do. Yeah. I think I just liked that it wasn't cheesy, which I think is the thing that I have a hard time with, usually with Japanese mm-hmm. media. And I think just I was so excited that this wasn't that, that I found that really accessible. Yeah, it was cool to see, um, for, at least for me, it was cool to see an indie from another country because I love totally. indie movies. And yes. I was like, this is really cool. It has totally the same vibe as a, a American indie movie. Cor- correct. You're absolutely correct. I think that is what was cool about it too. Yeah. Because you could picture so much more easily like what the production of this must have been like. And mm-hmm. you could like feel the fingerprints of the director. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I hope... I don't know. I can't wait to see what she does next. Like she's yeah. clearly got so much skill. Yeah. 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 And she said in her little video that I watched, like it's going to be in this festival. It's online. So I'm like bummed. I don't get to go to Germany to whatever, but. Watch that video too. All right. Yeah. yeah. She's so cute. Yeah. But she was like, I'm just going to keep making movies. So hopefully I can go again. Yeah. Yeah. She should definitely keep making movies. Obviously. I hope so. She's so she's 38, which seems young and old at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> old just in that like usually if I know a famous woman who's 38, it's because we were introduced to her when she was 19. <laughs> and young in that uh, she's in her 30s and she looks yeah. great and she has like I mean she's a Japanese woman. She has like a hundred years left to make movies. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna live forever. <laughs> okay amazing thanks for listening i'm sure this is a long one um next week we'll be reviewing the meg yes so please tune in for the japanese Um, indie darling the meg (laughs) Meg. can't wait to see what that director makes next too honestly young (laughs) and old simultaneously yes absolutely yeah um well thanks thanks guys Half Asian, half hour Half Asian, half hour